Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. Welcome back to Candyland. We have so much in store. Everyone today was sharing their Spotify wrapped and a lot of people had us as their number one podcast and literally that was goals I didn't even know I had a year ago. So like, thank you for that. No, legit. I literally feel high on the energy from today. Like I ate an edible, but it hasn't kicked in yet. So it's totally the energy from today. And I, it's just been an amazing fucking day. Everything is coming into fruition. I feel like, you know, when you get stuck in those, like I've put so much energy into this and I'm just not seeing like necessarily the fruits of it. And you have to remind yourself to like, keep on going. And then a couple days later, some huge shit pops off and you're like, Oh fuck. Today was one of those days where spirit was like, thank you for your patience. Take a look at all these blessings. Yeah. You know, honestly, that's how I felt a couple of weeks ago. Um, the weekend that I got to meet jelly roll Remember, I was having a really trying couple of weeks and it was like mm-hmm. raining on me. And I was like, but still, I was still, I was still staying in my power though. I think that's what it's really about. It's about staying in your power because these tests, these trials, they're going to come, but it's about how you react differently, how you move differently, how you do something that gets you a different outcome instead of staying in the same cycle you know what I loved was the other night when I it was I think it was night before last when I was texting you and I was in the tub and I was like dude like I just did this meditation like so happy and I was just telling you like I hadn't told you anything that I'd been going through you know just like mentally whatever for the for like the week and you're like, oh no, we're not doing that. Like, glad you found yourself. Like, are you okay? Like, let's not do that again. That's not good. You know, <laughs> and I, honestly, just, I love being able to text you though and be like, I'm coming out of this and you being like, oh fuck, didn't you realize you were going through anything? <laughs> well, because you were like going through a little imposter syndrome and you didn't tell no one. What do you mean? How would I know? Because I wasn't. That's what I mean though, because You know, I think that a lot of times we think that other people know everything, know everything, or we just assume that like people aren't going to care. And so I'm somebody who I'm not necessarily going to be like, yeah, I'm like on the struggle bus right this second and like not really digging myself because one, I don't want to be a complainer. And two, I don't want to make somebody uncomfortable to be like, well, now I have to have a response. Sorry, you're going through that. That sucks. And so coming out on the other end and having your positive poly pocket ass over here being like, you could have texted me, but like, glad you're good. Me and my peeps. We was just chilling, you know. Honestly, this last time that I was struggling was like the first time in a long time that I reached out and was like, you know what? I need y'all to help pick me back up. And I was overwhelmed with the amount of support and outreach. And I just want to give a couple like name drops for real, like, Shout out Shayla, shout out Tawny, for real, y'all are the real MVP, I see y'all sharing everything, coming of rejects, look at like a lollipop, everything, everything, y'all just out here doing everything, and I really am just so grateful 
for the people that are coming into our life and you know the podcast in general like because it's its own living breathing thing like it's a big deal and I know that it's really been a beautiful six months I can't it's been has it been six months already I guess since we like had the idea and started like putting energy into it huh um, I mean, we started the podcast in May and it's about to be December tomorrow. So shut up, y'all. We're about to have an anniversary. It's six months regardless, uh, uh, because yeah. And you know, it's like, it's that time it's the new year. And I love the beginning of the year. I love the energy of the beginning of the year. I definitely love, um, the beginning like spring energy like when things come alive again that's like mm, that's mm. we're so opposite I'm like I like when things are frozen and dead no I mean I like whenever it's fall too but spring there's just something about when everything starts blooming and it's green again and I'm just like oh, I'm an earth sign so I'm like please bring me back to if you guys are not watching this on Patreon let me just give you the visual so Paige just had her arms stretched out like to her sides head up to that sun she looked like she was over here accepting the word of the gospel like it was a whole moment a little jig I love it and actually um, then I'm gonna give a shout out weird fam so the whole reason that I met vibing with sleazy is because someone recommended me to be on his podcast but he was still a stranger and I wasn't trying to meet him so I checked out his podcast and I saw that this dude Paul Cody, who has this brand Weird Fam um, from Louisville, was on his podcast. And I was like, you know what? If Paul Cody met him, it's okay. So shout out Paul Cody. <laughs> For letting her know that there was no stranger danger with Sleazy. Speaking uh, of- That's my best friend. Love you, Sleaze. Sleazy. Um, Speaking of Shayla, I thought it was funny that we had we were talking about Shayla and I was like oh yeah she's on my Patreon you're like she's on my Patreon and then you're like you know she's friends with Sleazy and I'm like I had no fucking idea like it's it's just it's cool to me to have our own shit that we do and our own kind of like vibe of people that we bring in individually and then for all of those people to vibe with all of us I just it's like three different things all coming together and family. it's so fucking cool it's a family man it's our it's our cult I've always wanted to be a cult leader but like a really nice cult leader I was actually my first thought was who's our leader because I don't want to be the leader I'm I'm gonna be over here I got ideas that I ain't trying to lead I think that one of my favorite um, things now is watching Hangover and trying to figure out which characters we are, because every time I watch it, depending on our moods, we're different fucking people. But like, I totally see going on a vacation with you guys and seeming like I'm going to be like the wife and mom or whatever and like the dentist guy who ends up like fucking with a hooker and one tooth gone a fucking baby like <laughs> you know what's crazy I really am grateful how podcasts in general have brought us all together so shout out everybody who does listen and does share the podcast because honestly I want to do this 
all the time. I wish that we were recording all the time. And I think that there's so much unfolding for everyone and every life that we're touching right now that's feeling connected because it really does bring that sense of community and support. And I know a lot of people like really need that. And I think that's so beautiful. I think that's probably my favorite thing about what we're doing is the community aspect of all the people that feel like they can be themselves. I agree with that. I also really love that doing podcasting is like therapy and just talking about shit. And especially this podcast for us, because I feel like it is once a week, I'm having like an energy alignment with you where it's like, oh yeah, these are the things that like I'm focusing on. These are the things I have going or whatever. I really appreciate that about podcasting too. I'm really proud of you for the Coven of Rejects uh, Spotify recap that you posted today. Everyone I know um, that has been supporting you and all the things that you've been doing, like, that's amazing. I think that's so really inspiring. So first of all, this was the one-year anniversary of, this month was the one-year anniversary of uh, doing Coven of Rejects and having that podcast. And I never expected that in one year, anything was going to happen because I've always known that Bunny said that it took her three years to like for her podcast, for her to like, feel like she was recognized. And so I've always had the number three in my mind and I wasn't expecting, like, I don't look at like stats like that or whatever. I listen, I look at like how many listens have been on an episode or whatnot, just to see like what kind of things people are vibing with. But we got 10% most shared globally podcast. We're in the top 10% for most globally shared podcast. And we're in the top 5% for the most followed podcast. And the way that that works is, people listen to podcasts all the time, but they don't necessarily subscribe. So we're in the top 5% for people who listened and then subscribed after listening to the episode. And the one about my personal spiritual journey is the one that's had, it's had 265% more listens than any other episode. Like people just resonate with that episode. And, um, and then we're in 43 countries now. So what I'm hearing is you probably could do some more solo episodes and talk about your own things that. What's wild about that and that you say that is I was going to do a solo episode this next week and then I got a dope guest. And then I was like, no, I'm going to save it. I'm going to do it as my fourth episode on season three. I'm going to do like a whole recap of how the last year has been because when I started that, I was literally so like low and had no idea who I was. And I've been all week, I've been sending you pictures of like, look at the, like who the fuck was this person a year ago? Like, I do not know my whole soul and purpose and like everything is completely different in the last year. And like, it almost makes me want to cry because I just can't even fucking believe it. And you played such a huge role in that for me in a way that like we weren't even friends you were just somebody that I got to read from and like we'll get into that but like I think that is like such a a bonding thing with you too is that it was just this like positive light at a moment that I needed it and 
we didn't even talk after that for months. And then this podcast is what made me have a reason to reach out to you. And this podcast is what built a bridge with us. And that's so fucking cool to me. And by the way, I totally uh, remember so having you as a, I had you as a guest and I really wanted to text you and just be like, yo girl, like, how you doing? And then I was like, no, like she was on Bunny's podcast. She's a big fucking deal. Like you leave her alone. And so I didn't do that. And then you started texting me. And like one time I was like, oh my God, she texted me. Like how cool. She must like feel bad for me. If, like having no friends. So she texted me. And then Aww. when it happened like two or three times, I was like, this is my friend. <laughs> Oh, I love you. You know, it's so interesting how um, one one thing, this one thing, like a reading or a person or a conversation or an opportunity, like that one thing is what changes your whole life. And look at all the people you're touching with Coven of Rejects and being able to hit, what was it, 48 countries? Uh, I think it's 43, but close to fucking up. We're in the 40s. Whatever. I mean, 50, we'll say 50 <laughs> countries. And that's crazy because that's all over the world. It's awesome. I love that. It's so cool. It really is. It, it's really moving. And, you know, to think that you're telling, you know, me how much that reading meant to you and like changed your direction when you could have just been a victim and stayed at home and cried about your problems and, you know, manifested more sickness and unhappiness and pain and misery and all the things that we manifest when we're in those fucking energies. And, you know, like you were sending me those pictures and literally all she literally has lost so much weight. I don't even, I don't even remember her looking like that. I'm not in the, like, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying like, I don't remember seeing you like that ever, but then it's like, that was just a year ago. And I'm like a year ago, I feel like it's been like five years that you've been doing all of this. So it's really cool to see that in real time for other people that are watching it and they're scared to begin a journey or to start now, because like, you know, the world makes you feel like if you start today that you're already late, but if you never start, that's when you're late. Like when you're called to do something, that's going to be when you should do it. And you felt called and you answered the call. It's not about getting the call. It's about answering the call. And I think that that's something that most people should run with that. Yeah. Like the call will come a few times, but if you keep leaving the universe on red, then they're going to call someone else like next up. And Earlier on a license plate, I've been wanting to tell you this all day. I saw the word top, T-O-P. And I was thinking in my head, because you had just wrote that, that Lollipop was going to the top next year. And I just saw you wrote that. And I was in the car and this was like an hour later. And then I saw top on a license plate. And I remember we saw Lolly right when we decided, right when we announced we were doing a podcast, you saw Lolly on an Idaho lot license plate. L-O-L-L-I-E, which is fire. I mean, mm -hmm. crazy. Like, that's just insanity that you saw that on a license plate and could get a picture of it. So kudos to the universe, because when you are looking for those signs, they'll give them to you. Dude, what do you, like, when you look at a year from now for, like, the podcast, like, what do you see in one year? You know, I think that we'll have a lot more people wanting to collaborate and, and probably having to be turning people away that aren't aligned with our brand. I feel like there'll be some kind of catalyst point where people start paying attention, which RIP 
rest Aaron Carter, leave him alone. Like if he would have came onto our podcast, that would have been our catalyst, which he agreed he was ready. It was in the works. So like RIP, but I cannot stand those people on TikTok that keep trying to summon his fucking spirit. Like let him rest. Can he get an amen? Like, no, leave him alone. This person, literally, I unfriended this person and they are still, and like, I don't like, I'm not going to block you unless like you're like, it doesn't do anything to me that you do this. Why would I block you and like be a twat? But like, I don't want to see. I, I, so I unfollowed anyways. Oh, damn. That was the armrest. Um, I'm, I'm still seeing these videos. We're on like, now we're past the, like Aaron is sending me messages. Now I've talked to the baby mama. I've done this. I've done that. And I just, am like, I'm so annoyed by it because to me, regardless, like I'm not even saying that those aren't real experiences because I'm not going to go there. But I'm just saying like, you don't have to publicly share that. What is the point of publicly sharing that? You've given the family peace. You've given them closure. You're helping them to process. You can do that privately. When we wanted to have him on the show, yeah, we've announced it now after the fact because it couldn't happen. But we weren't like, listening to lick it like a lollipop season one where we have Aaron Carter and like stringing people along, you know, because like have some fucking respect. And if that's your, I, I just feel like it's so fucked up and having just a personal, like would have was like excited to get to know him in person in a different way for somebody else to now be trying to like control the narrative that he would have had it, but they didn't try to do that in life. That's bullshit. I know I'm seeing all the tabloids and all the stuff. It keeps popping up on my little Snapchat feed thing. And I'm like, quit showing me this. Like, I don't want to hear y'all's narrative about Aaron Carter, like in his life and trauma. And that poor person has been through more trauma than you've ever known. And I didn't know all that about his parents spending all his money. And like, there's this law in California that they were supposed to be putting like 20% of his money in an account, which Mm -hmm. should have been around $20 million at some point in his career that he was making. So it should have been around, I guess, like, you know, the 20% of that or whatever. And they're saying that like, they put in 3 million in debt and only put a million in an account, but put him in in debt. And like, he forgave him and, you know, let him back into his life. And then later in his teenage career, they did some more shady shit. So I'm like, how do you have two sons that are just multimillionaires and you're just draining them dry? But you know, I'm really glad that people in their energy speaks for itself because that's all I need to know. A lot of people are like, what am I thinking? I just need to hear you talk for like five more minutes and I'll know enough about you that <laughs> I'll know whether I need to need to exit route. And people are like testy. I think they like want to be testy with everything. Like even that girl... Are, even just people from TikTok in general, just we'll just put everyone in that category because everyone thinks they're TikTok famous now. And the crazy thing is, is like a year or two ago when TikTok really was getting going, that's when you could really get that energy from TikTok. Now it's so spread so thin. There's so many videos being uploaded every second. It's not like it used to be. In the for you page, like everything. It's just not like it used to be. And like, they're pushing what they want you to see now. Like it used to be a very organic thing, but now I think it's a very like, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, well, it used to be just like small town people, whatever, making videos and having fun. And like, it, it is what it is. People do gain followers and whatnot, but now it's become this whole like branding thing for shouting out other companies and like having commercials and doing things that way. And that's great. Like, I'm all for that. But I think that the algorithm fucks things up. So it's not a fair way for everybody to be able to win. And that's what I hate is like, if you say this or you use your voice in this way that a big company doesn't align with, then we silence you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's like we can talk about that Valenciaga stuff going on. I think Valenciaga stuff is trash. There's some certain people that I know that I ain't going to name drop them, but they wear Valenciaga and have no style. Like they own probably so much Balenciaga and have literal zero style. I don't even think they own a house. It's almost weird. Like who wants to drop 800 to a thousand to maybe more on a pair of tennis shoes that look like Bozo the Clown shoes. And it's like, I don't know what people pay for, but like, how are they going to drop a sex ad with a kink bear with a four-year-old? None of it makes sense. And then they're like, our creative director went wrong. Well, then there's people dissecting that. I sent that to you where they're dissecting the creative director. She had like a thousand and something posts. Now she's deleting them. She had some weirdo shit about like children and their pain receptors and like this weird, weird diagrams and like little things like kind of like Britney Spears messages that she posts, which is a whole other reality that I'm confused by heavily but I think we live in this crazy crazy place that you have to navigate from the inside out because the outside world that you see is full of illusion and lies and snakes and reptilians and aliens and whatever you want to call it other energies and everything inside of you must be aligned with where you want to be and who you want to be because you're going to be swayed by everything temptation and whatever and it's just wild to me like how being around the wrong people dating the wrong people just the wrong environment puts you in that survival mode where it's almost immobile for you to get out of it and then by the time you realize that you're in it you're so deep in it you don't know how to get out of it well, and people were also pointing out, so that happened with this recent Balenciaga shoot, but then they had like a fall collection thing for 2023 and they looked at those photos and on one of the desks was um, printed out this act that was signed. Um, ba- basically, yeah, it was a law and it basically took away some protection that there was with um, like child pornography and it took that away so now there isn't that protection on child pornography this specific way and I don't know all the details of it but they also had that on the desk of one of the yeah and so that's just like what the fuck and they go oh well we have no idea there's a prop department you're telling me that Balenciaga doesn't have at least five fucking chains of command that that has to go through and you're not looking and why would that be in a prop department anyways? Why is that a prop? And one time, okay, you're fucking stupid. Two times, you're a child predator. And the fact that Kim K is still repping that brand is on par and anything for a fucking dollar, even if you sell sweatpants to people that people already have, I don't, 
you're talking about like people that rep Balenciaga. I don't wear name brand. Like that's never been something that I'm like, you know what I need to do. I need to spend a whole bunch of money for some shit that looks like garbage. Cause it has a label. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like the Balenciaga at all. I think it's hideous. I, there's never been an ounce of me that's been like, wow, I really need those big, bulky, ugly, orange, yellow, purple shoes <laughs> that say Balenciaga real big on them. Because they're all like that. They're all like wild colors. It'd be like desert orange and hunter green with bright purple or just like, I don't know. I don't well, like, like avant-garde makes sense. Like, like that style. Okay. But I, it, why the fuck are you having campaigns with kids? Why are they holding teddy bears and why are teddy bears in bondage? And why do they look evil and demented? Those bears look like they're putting a spell on your ass. Those bears are straight scary. I mean, I mean, I guess at least they didn't put the bondage on the kids, but like. No, it's weird. It's definitely all weird. And they're like, we don't know why we put our bondage bear purses with four-year-olds. We didn't know that wasn't the market. That's like literally like. They're like, oh my gosh, these teddy bears are so cute. They should be held by a child. And everybody was like, great idea. You know, honestly, I hope they get completely canceled. Like stock drops. That's one of those things, like, you know, when people have, like, differences on, like, political opinions or whatever, I think it's so stupid to close companies down and, like, to cancel oh, people because of those things. But when it comes to child shit yeah. and you're a fucking pedo company and it's not like we don't see it in Hollywood and stuff. It's not I like it's know. unheard of. I Harvey Weinstein shit, all that, like, everybody was going crazy to that to fucking me. island. What's crazy to me, this is just me though, to have all the money in the world and you could literally have the most beautiful people around you, but you want to rape four-year-olds and seven-year-olds and whatever-year-olds. Like that just, it doesn't even trigger warning. Sorry, y'all. That doesn't even make sense to me. Like, which is kind of a triggery for people who have kids. I'm sorry, y'all. We didn't know we were going to take it here, but it's just no, deep. And if, if you need to... um really look deeper into everything that you support whether I mean obviously our audience isn't a Balenciaga audience and that's a good thing because that shit's trash so like kudos to y'all that y'all don't give a fuck somebody's in Balenciaga right now like you fucking cunts (laughs) (laughs) these bitches think they're better than me no you know what's crazy though is the Balenciaga stuff really is ugly and I'm glad that um we can talk about that openly now that they're being exposed for the weirdo shit that goes on in these companies but i just think that spirit is revealing a lot to us right now and you have to open your eyes to see it and some of it is a trigger some of it is you know traumatizing to be like wow the world really is operating like that but you have to find your own strength and like willpower to be the change that you want to see in a fucked up world because that's the only thing that matters you know i did a reading for someone and the person that came through the spirit that came through they were very harsh and cynical in in this world and now that they're in the spiritual realm they're like wow like i would i believe the lie like i was fed the lie that's what they said they were like i I didn't even like entertain these ideas. So, and then, you know, a lot of them are like, wow, when I'm talking to you right now, they're just like, not what I'm expecting. Like just a regular day in the spiritual realm or whatever. Time doesn't exist. It's not real. We just agreed to it. I just think that we're cracking reality 
on its head and the more that I connect with people especially on the video reading shout out to everyone who gets video readings versus email I know they're more expensive but they are a move movement it's a movement it's a monumental moment it will change your fucking life and the price is only going up so you might as well book now because you never know <laughs> you never know and I just think that these video readings they change my life because when I see people you know, break down in tears and like really have closure and really be able to get answers and feel like they're feeling supported and seen. It's like, it's nuts. I have several people that I've had video sessions with in the last week messaging me right now, just downloads and things come like they're coming in and they need that little push through the door. And it's cool to be that person that's like, here, here's my hand for a little bit. I'll help you. Like, it's nice. I love the energy that has been going on ever since I feel like a week before we had Halloween, I feel like there was a huge just energy shift and you can call it a thin veil or whatever you want, but that energy has only been getting stronger for me. And I feel like during the holiday time, people are really missing their loved ones and like everybody's thinking about them. I feel like that gives that spirit power. They're coming. What? I was going to put this deck up and I just pulled a card and it says, I'm sorry. It says writing past wrongs and uprooting. And it has like two people praying and it's like ancestors. You can see the lineage. Do you see the faces? Yes. I love that. I've never seen this card because I just got this deck. It's the Starseed Oracle, but I was about to put it up and it literally says, I'm sorry. So that could be from anyone listening from an ancestor, someone that you didn't have closure with someone that, you know, there needs to be forgiveness. Our ancestors are, are people that we lose here while we're in, in form. We never lose those people. And I think that's what's really opened my heart to this existence, how it is so temporary. It's so fleeting. It's, you know, you can put your energy and intention into things that last, but you're not going to last. And I think that's what makes it fun. Like the more that I don't worry about all the things that everyone else worries about and all the things other people worry about, like, I'm just like, wow, like I really don't care about Balenciaga and I don't even really care about this situation I just want to speak on it say in writing that it's the most fucked up shit I've ever heard from passing but I personally think that we as humans have to find who we are because the world will only be a reflection of that the more that I find myself the more that I find myself in rooms and conversations with people who are extremely successful or inspiring or talented or whatever and it's just an amazing journey the more that you open up to the possibilities and not putting constraints on yourself I don't have anything to follow that up with. <laughs> let's talk about preach, um, preach, page, preach. <laughs> let's talk about um, consistency. We were going to touch on like whenever things start feeling really heavy and trying, the worst thing you can do is stop meditating and stop doing oh your stuff and stop taking care of yourself and stop um, surrounding yourself with people who uplift you and inspire you. You know, there's a difference between someone who's pushing you because they care about you and someone who just wants to see you in. And I feel like, you know, the more you surround yourself with people who really just want to see you in and want to see you do good and are willing to kind of have, you know, difficult conversations with you, like, Hey, are you okay? Like for someone who doesn't want to talk about their feelings, that's like 
a daunting question and you know as close as Jim and I and myself are she still didn't tell me she was really going through stuff because she didn't want me to feel some type of way (laughs) I don't know (laughs) she was worried about how I was gonna feel I also think that like I just kind of have the mentality of like I know how to get through shit I meditate through it like it's not like I don't I'm not taking steps you know what I mean and so in my mind like I just need to focus and get myself through what I'm going through right now. And then I'm like, dude, I just had a crazy meditation. I literally went, I literally meditated in the tub for five minutes and I had this whole fucking journey thing. I had this whole conversation with spirit. Like I had, I saw certain things like unfolding that I'd been really stressing about that are unfolding today with the Spotify stuff. Like I, it was wild and it like snapped me out of everything. And I, I'm not somebody who is like, like, I don't necessarily like speak my affirmations out loud, but it was something that I did. And I was like making like a little like joke song to myself And then later on that night, after you and I were texting, I saw this thing that was talking about different ways that spirit channels messages through you. And it said by coming through unexpected song. And I was like, what? And then I was shuffling the light as a feather Oracle deck that you gave me. And it, um, one of the things that comes out of it is like, um, stop and sing a song or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? you know that's what's so cool about getting in tune with your own intuition is there really are messages everywhere like earlier I had a client and I just looked up like the first three digits of their phone number because I already resonated with the number combination um looked it up and it was like spirit wants to congratulate you like touch everything and everyone with your light keep up your light work we're so proud you're set to um you're set to increase your awareness and ability it was like you may want to start studying something new it's going to help you it's going to open your eyes to something and I've been thinking like kind of like what's next I know you said earlier like we never talked about it what's next for the podcast I think on top of people reaching out I think that we're going to have like a ability to be able to meet at a central location where we do some recording as well as traveling with the podcast I know that we're going to be able to put out more episodes in a year in a year I bet our podcast is updated twice a week I agree with you I totally see the updated twice a week I've like link up shout out we have always 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 seen yeah link up did that um we've always seen traveling as something that we're able to do I think that we are going to have some kind of central place that we're able to meet up and I think I see in the next, I'll say two years, I see in the next two years, there being a relocation, because I think that what we do together evolves as more than the podcast. And I think that it ends up being its own branding thing. And I think that we're going to do all kinds of stuff. I see us doing retreats in two years. I see us living closer to be able to host retreats together in two years. And um, I see like, being able to have place that I think that your vision that you had for your space I think that there ends up I think that there's a there there ends up being a way to do that and morph it into something 
different the same yeah we ain't gonna tell the details because we know you never know you never know that's why i'm keeping things to ourselves because there are people you never know who wants to try to do it first and be cooler but you know what it ain't about who did it i mean we do know who but we'll go on hold on let me i got a good one it ain't about (laughs) who did it first it's about who did it right and drake said that so you can take notes on that everybody it ain't about who did it first it's about who did it right so it does not matter who what where when why you can always start over you can always start fresh you can always do it better differently and elevate it you can always take the same old thing that somebody else is doing and elevate it and i got a really good example of that like um you know i've bought something from someone before and then years later found someone else who made a similar item and I look at the first item that I purchased that I loved until I saw the other girl's work that's just so much more detailed and it's just different you know and it's like three four years ago I thought that was as good as it was getting I didn't know that like down the road I would meet someone else who could do it differently that's how I feel about my tattoos where's Q when you need them yeah there you go (laughs) tattoos you know honestly that's so real and I'm so glad that I don't even think about that like so many people have tattoos that make them unhappy and all of my tattoos make me extremely happy so I can't relate and I love people when they finally get that cover up or get that new tattoo (laughs) and it's like wow this is fucking hitting different I have to get my right arm elaborated on so it's not just the skull because I got it when I was 18 and it was I always planned on like making it a piece and I just never did but that flower on my back (laughs) we've got to do something about it and thankfully like it's not shaded in or, and it's like really shitty, like sloppy shit. So like, oh, shit. I just, I, it's be- power. if y'all missed that episode, go back and listen to the, where you get them tats at episode. And she yeah. talks about this condom flower tattoo that she has that I think if you're on Patreon, of- you can see it. <laughs> I think a lot of people have it. Um, in especially in Louisville, Kentucky, those condom flowers were going around because another friend Whoa. of mine that I grew up with we're no longer friends but we grew up together like middle school and stuff she had three condom flowers one looked like a banana peel and the other two looked like condoms and they were the same stargazing lilies that were supposed to be like popular mm-hmm. with the stars and the little shading and it looked crazy so I don't know if I even if I even said it on that episode, but like, let me set the stage for you about going and getting this tattoo. Cause it was my first one. It was like late at night when my aunt got off her work, off work. And she's like, I called the tattoo shop downtown. Like they've got a spot tonight. So I'm like, okay, we had 140 bucks. And I was like, left shoulder, you know, whatever the guy at the front desk, like rolled his eyes at me. And he was like, where I'm not doing somebody who's never had a tap before. And I was like, I'm not going to cry. And he's like, why? Like, you know, I don't know. So we get placed with this other guy and he's doing the tattoo and it's fine, but he's over here talking the whole time about like how he doesn't really like doing tattoos. He's much more of a surfer, but he does tattoos in the part-time and he's won some tattoo contests, but really he just wants to like surf through life. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't think about it till later. And like, you know, that's my first tattoo. So I was, and 18 so I'm like wearing tank tops so everybody can see my tattoo and like wearing my hair up so everybody can see it and then I start dating a tattoo artist 
and he goes so what the fuck is on your back it looks like a condom and I got a mirror and I saw it and it fucking one of the little leaves looks like a condom and it's so unfortunate so you didn't know that it looked like that or you just didn't pay attention no I didn't I didn't know it like to me I just got a tattoo like yay me it looked fine to me whatever I got a tattoo I didn't know there was different levels of tattoos I didn't know like uh, that was me when I, I first thought, got my tattoo my first tattoo I got it covered up I thought tattoo artists were tattoo artists what you should do is you should just do like a whole piece that goes across both shoulder blades. So then it takes away from the cover up. That's what you got to do. So what I want to do, and it's going to be a big piece, which is why I haven't done it, but I want to have a dragon and I have a very specific, like, not, not like, not like, I don't know, like fantasy dragon. I want like the stoic fucking medieval like tattered wing looking dragon and I want to have it go from my left shoulder and I want it to go down my back and wrap around my side and I've wanted that since I was 10. Well why didn't you save your shoulder for that? You just Because I was 18 and impulsive and I just wanted a tattoo and I actually wanted it on my arm and the guy was like I think it would be much better on your shoulder blade and I was like okay let's do it man I just want a tattoo buddy. That's not what anyone should do. You know, honestly, getting (laughs) has been life-changing. It helped me get out of my shell and like really become myself. Getting tattooed is like an expression of me and like who I am and who I am is a weirdo. So the more tattoos I get, I feel like I'm just fitting the part more and more every day. And more and more, I'm that girl that you are like semi-intimidated, but you really are attracted at the same time <laughs> it's a tats <laughs> because i got more tats than you cupcake that's she's coming call. out with yeah. teardrops and shit and she's like yeah are you feeling intimidated or what i'm about to start <laughs> i'm about to go uh i'm about to start dressing a little more masculine and start pulling bitches watch can't <laughs> wait apparently that's the only way for anybody to know that you're hitting on them I'm like I'm not saying this because like I want to be your friend I'm saying this because you want to come sit on my face and they want to be your friend god no I don't care if you want to be my friend just come home I have a husband too let's hang out are you saying that they because you're not giving a masculine appearance that they don't realize that you actually like them I think so and because I don't go like hey you're fucking hot do you sleep with couples? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm very aware of like, I don't want to make somebody uncomfortable. And I've been in those positions where like couples hit on me and like, yeah, I'm into couples, but I'm not into you. And I never want to make anybody uncomfortable or put them on the spot. And so I'm that person who like, I'll leave my number when I leave the restaurant, but I'm not going to be like, Hey, like, what's up? I'm going to be like, hi, can I have the check and a pumpkin pie to go? And like, I'll slip you my number on the thing. Well, if you I'll just have you- people that walk up to you when they're serving you in a restaurant and go, can I give you my number? If I like you, I'm going to need you to approach me because I'm going to mentally, I'm going to telepathically tell you. to. Approach. If it was just me and I was single, I would just be out here and be like hey I'm into you what's up like oh you don't like women my bad moving on yeah but but when it but I don't know I just I man I mean 
you gotta get in where you fit in. You gotta be more aggressive. If you if you going if you gonna get a catch, you gotta be aggressive. No, my grandma says I'm too aggressive. Do you eat pussy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? We've been talking about a lot of crazy stuff on the podcast and we'll give another shout out to Debbie. Debbie said she was at the bank the other day. She's listening to the podcast and our speakers. She got her money. The guy gave her a sucker, a lollipop, you know, it's the bank. And then it, and then on the speaker, I yell something, something like my pussy. <laughs> and she said that the guy just looked at her. She looked at him and she just drove off. <laughs> After he just gave her a sucker or something like that. I'm pretty sure that was the story. It was close. It was close. Oh, and, and um, my mediumship class, my mentor was, uh, we were talking about like raising your vibration with music and like different music yeah, that affect. Yeah. And um, she goes, so you can't be in your car listening to shoot, shoot this, this, my wet pussy. And <laughs> we were all fucking dying I literally could not breathe we are muted on this zoom call and we were all just and she just keeps going on and then she said um she goes uh and when you're you're trying to like channel messages for people and you're you're doing something direct we're talking about the etherical body like I don't need you to explain to people the feeling that you're getting at the beginning they don't need to know how hard your nipples are while you're talking to spirit and I was <laughs> We were just dying. It, I love her to death, but that's like her explanatory things. And it just makes me think of how I feel when I have conversations with like anybody that's outside of my normal people, because I have no understanding of adjusting what I say to an audience. And I will just be like, <laughs> Oh, make sure you're not listening to that wet ass pussy. Sheesh. Yeah. So I'm real big on the music that I listen to. And if I'm going to listen to sad girl music or sad shit, I always tell the universe before I sing any of those lyrics that I don't consent and I really don't feel like that. So when it's like, you know what I mean? Like I'm saying things like I'm not trying to manifest that when you sing things I have read and actually done an extensive amount of research about that like how that really does manifest things into your reality and when you're listening mm -hmm. to things about struggle and pain and loss and all that that you're like manifesting that but you know I think some of the most amazing music in the world can can be sad and fueled by emotion but there's a different soul to it like you can't just have soul you you know what I mean like in your music or in your art I think that gets the people of like are that are just worried about making money or putting stuff out there that have lower vibrational qualities I don't think it's necessarily what you're saying as much as the frequency behind the music the intention behind the music kind of like you know what and who are you trying to limit with this music or or elevate with this music? You know what I mean? Because I think some of it's very limiting, especially when it's getting young young kids to think about like drugs and selling drugs and killing people and all this stuff. Because I feel like that has added to a lot of the violence with the internet and the exposure to guns. And, you know, I mean, I literally get people on my, people you may know all the time. And it'll be like a young, like 20 year old boy with a fucking gun 
in his main profile pic you know what I mean like he's somewhere in Louisville or we somewhere. have very different friend suggestions yeah people here it's like you know little rookie from the sitco down on down on the street you know like say a street i don't want anybody to think i'm name dropping their block i'm not name dropping no blocks around here but um yeah it's definitely interesting to see how much the internet and music in itself being exposed to these celebrities being exposed to these people in their daily life i mean look the shit show Kanye West puts on for everybody you know I just like think it's just like a distraction there's so much going on in the world it's just like a random distraction I think that the Kardashians all in general are just a random distraction oh yeah I don't support reality and I think that Kanye got wrapped up in that shit too I bet you he's not the crazy one. He's just out here speaking all this truth and the media makes him crazy. And just like Britney, he's going to share his voice in 15, 20 years and be like, this is the kind of shit that was going on. Nobody there was happy. You know, like when everything, I don't know, they, they started their platform on like wanting to be real. And I think that's what hooked people in is like, just like, we feel about bunny or whatever when you like get to know somebody because they share and they're like vulnerable about their downfalls and whatever and you root for them and you want to see and they're they share and the kardashians used to do that but then the more famous that they got the less they shared and or the less that they everything was like molded like everything had a perfect outcome with them being the winner and them in the limelight and then they just dropped this whole new uh, series that I heard didn't get picked up, but they they don't have anything bad going on in their life. It's just Kim dressing like Marilyn Monroe, where she's talking about not eating and working out for ten days and whatever. Like it's just fucking wild. Yeah, they used to. It used to be that you know it was all about curvy bodies, right? So everybody was going and getting surgery and changing their entire being because this was beautiful. And now it's being super thin and having nothing, but you know, whatever. You know why? Because the Matrix was like, wow, y'all out here really empowering everyone. We're about to just switch the reality again and then make all of y'all hate yourself. You know what I mean? Like that is such a toxic era, that super skinny eating disorder. They called it what? Heroin chic. Mm-hmm. That's, fucked up. that's fucked up to call something heroin chic. Like that's not cute. Like talking about being heroin addict skinny is not cute like I would never want to be like that earlier actually someone was texting me and they were like I really wish I could lose my gut and I was like I have a little belly but I don't care I'm still hot as fuck and they were like oh you cocky and I was like no I just love who I am (laughs) and I'm not gonna take a projection from other people that think like oh I need to change this about myself like if you taking care of yourself and you're happy with you, why do you care? But I mean, they were saying they needed to lose theirs. And I was like, you're talking negative to yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like I hype myself up. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like if that's the one thing that bothers me or bothers you about anything or anyone, then you got to keep that pushing. You know what I mean? Then you're trying to play victim. Cause like, you know, we pick our bodies and like, we pick how we take care of our body too, as well. You know, I mean, it's a cycle of, of free will as well and you know I just hate when I hear people talk shit on themselves like I, I need to do this or I need to do that and like hate on themselves that's like the and people worst. only do that because they want to make other people comfortable with what their perceptions are and 
you know, when we were talking about like spiritual awakening shit and you talked about like how much like weight I'd lost in the last year, going through that spiritual awakening was a huge part of being able to get weight off because people are not just overweight because they don't physically take care of themselves. Cause you know, people can eat right work out, but when you've got mental shit, you literally store that in your body. And even now I eat now way different than I did when I was on any diets. Like I enjoy whatever. And I continue losing weight because I work on like mental shit too, in addition with the physical. And so things can release. Exactly. Stagnant energy in your body and your chakras and your spirit and your soul and your heart, all that. Any of that energy can manifest into sickness, into weight, into literally like so many things. And I really hate when I see people who don't realize that their negative self-talk is the reason that they are in a limiting cycle. And I think that's why having a mentor, I know, you know, I talk about this all the time. I've done a lot of classes, had mentors, a lot of different mentors. And I think that that's one of the most important things. I know that not everyone is cut out to be a mentor though. Like so many people think they're a mentor and that ain't a great mentor. I've had, you know, mentors that did less than I've ever even known a person to do. You know what I mean? Like the mailman was doing more at this point, like than that mentor was like, you know, so different things you have to be aware of when you are wanting to be vulnerable with the world around you it doesn't mean everyone you meet it has good intentions for you it doesn't mean everyone you meet it's just going to be like wow you want to heal let's go no they're going to be like no fuck that I don't want to see you heal you know what I mean I don't want to see you take your power back from me or from that or from this job or whatever and when you know I know a lot of people have spouses or like boyfriends that don't like me and it's not I've never done anything to them it's just like they don't like me because when their wife or whoever comes and hangs out with me they come home on some brand new shit yeah yeah they come home with a boundary because there's they're being taken advantage of in ways that maybe is going unnoticed and unseen and then I I see it and I validate it and I'm not trying to bust up people's marriages I don't care about people's problems I'm here to help people work through things that are really a result of no boundaries or no communication or limiting beliefs it's not about me changing anything about you it's me cracking the code of why you're keeping yourself boxed in and then the story that you tell yourself doesn't make sense anymore it's like wow that's a fucking lie so even though you might not know what you believe now you know that what you've been believing is a lie and that's a good place to start I feel I've always felt like I give people different perspectives on their life without meaning to because I'm always going into it with like, you don't deserve to be treated this way. You deserve to be treated this way. And, and it has nothing to do with like, you don't even have to. And I, and I know it's the same way for you. We don't even have to say anything to those people about what's going on in their life. But when you are in a healthy space and you're having a healthy energy and you're exuding that around other people and you're doing the things that you need to be doing and they can watch and see that all of a sudden they go, well, I'm not doing those things. I don't feel appreciated either. I'm not doing anything for myself. And then they do go back into circumstances like I fucking need to be switching it up. Literally, I think whenever you see that your reality can be different, you cannot go back to not knowing that. 
So now you're choosing it. So now anything that you're not evaluating and reevaluating and working through, you're choosing and you're not a victim. You have complete control of your reality. You're actually the director. You're the main character. You're the writer. You fucking have control over the wardrobe, like everything. And it's funny because when I first had my spiritual awakening, everyone in my family was like, yeah, Paige is crazy. She's coming unglued. She's, she must be on drugs. She's just, she's losing her mind. She just doesn't make any sense. And I'm telling people about these experiences and these things that are happening to me. And they're like, no, there's no way. Like if you're hearing voices, that's not good. Like just completely talking so much shit to me. And then here I am publicly on air giving bunny one of the most monumental readings in her life you know what I mean and then people can hear that and they're like wow so like I can that can happen and I think that it's so cool because the things that I was shamed for that would have made me steer away from my gifts or hide or continue to block that out I was like you know fucking what I am hearing voices and I'm going to fucking show y'all that I'm not crazy. And it became like this fire to prove everyone wrong, to prove everyone that I wasn't on drugs. I wasn't, it wasn't because of anything else except for what it was that I was having a spiritual experience that was going to change the course of my freaking life, your life, every life that I've touched, everything is a ripple effect of that moment. And, you know, that's what I tell people. It's not about the catalyst of what other people are doing in your life. It's about the catalyst of what you're going to do with that and what you're doing with that it's like you have two sides of that coin and you can choose to do nothing or you can choose to follow that call and I also want to say too that like you you deciding that you're going to answer a call right that you're going to book a reading that you need guidance whatever the words that are spoken to you are just words until you put action behind them so you getting a reading and and being told like, oh, and this is in your future, that doesn't mean that you can sit there and eat cheese that's and work at Walmart every day and that you're going to have just all of this money that's coming into you and like a rocking body, you know, like there. And I think that's something important to point out because there is a sense of somebody else will handle it for a lot of people. And that is part of that like spiritual awakening or that leveling up is when you realize that you're the only one who's going to be able to change any of your circumstances. So instead of, I wish that something would be different. And I had that reading, when is it going to happen? The energy should be, I got that reading and fucking, I'm going to turn around and do this. And that's what happened with the reading with you. So I guess, can, should I just like tell my story? Yeah. So, um, I had been on like a spiritual journey for myself for a while because, and I've, I've shared my story on Coven of Rejects, but I was from like a very religious family and I didn't get trauma in the way of like any kind of like, um, evangelical or anything like that it was more of like a perfectionist thing and like you have to be doing things this very specific way and um you're you're not doing it god's way if you don't do it this way so um i had mental health things in there and then i also had being a like medium but i didn't understand at the time and so it finally hit a point when um I think I first got with my husband and I started like really diving into understanding like how to open a circle and 
like just like different things that I was into and start really using that energy. And it took me into like a like dark shadow of the soul or whatever you want to call it. And I was diagnosed with a brain disease and told that like, I'm never going to be able to lose weight if I don't do surgery. And they were putting me on these crazy medications and it didn't mix well with me. And I was using cannabis tinctures already for pain and it had a bad reaction. And I, I saw, so I was listening to Bunny's podcast to get through, like for me, I, that was the only kind of like example that I had of somebody who had built themselves up. And so I was watching her and I was like, you know how they say, like, if you put somebody in um, a room with somebody who does something better, they're going to take notes. That's how I felt. And so when I saw you on her podcast, I was like, I have to book with her. And I didn't have the money to, but I booked anyways. And um, actually, no, it wasn't about money. It was a free consultation with you. No, it was $30. It was $30. You were doing this like consultation special, whatever. I spent $30 yeah. and I booked with you a week before that. I like, I don't know. I think that I had a brain aneurysm in my shower and it was a complete, like I died. I saw all of the moments throughout the day that I said bye to everybody. And my mom was visiting from California and, um, I had gone on a walk with her and I remember like I knew the moment that I said goodbye to her and I knew I was passing over like I knew I was dying and whatever and I had this whole fucking experience and was like told that I had a purpose that I needed to do and that the reading that I was going to have with you was going to give me the steps that I needed to take for my life and I was like freaked out anyways my sister was in town and I had my reading with you and I went back, she watched my son and I went in his room where it was quiet and I got my reading from you. And my reading was all about how I just had a death experience. Oh, and by the way, I swear to God that like when I woke up, I said, like, I met Jesus, like I saw Jesus and I'm not like, you know me, like, that's just not my shit. And, um, so that's where I started having like a completely different understanding for who I believe that Jesus was and like a different, that's what shaped that for me was that experience. So you're doing my reading and you start talking about how I need to like use my voice. And I'd had this feeling for like a year of like, you need to be doing something and you're not doing it. And that's what was like going crazy in my mind while I was on these meds was like, I'm supposed to be doing something and I don't know how to do it. And when you're on like, these were anti-seizure medications. So they, they fuck with your brain and it like is almost like, because you're not doing this purpose, you want to harm yourself. And so that was the experience that I was having. And the mindset that I was in when I had my reading with you was very much like, I'm only not killing myself because I have a family and so, and sorry, I like, I've never like said that, but that's what was happening. Um, so I got my reading with you and you were like, your purpose is that you're supposed to be sharing your experience and using your voice. And you're like, you love collecting information and talking to all these different people. Um, you need to do something where you can bring people's voices together. And so that you can like share your learning experience. Like that's what you're supposed to do. And 
I was like, okay. And then you pulled, you had these cards where they had different spiritual healers on them and you pulled the Jesus card and you were like, um, you don't believe in Jesus, but like, for some reason you just had an experience and like, I need you to take this with you. And that specifically stuck out from the reading and also me thinking that you hated me, but that is besides the point. Um, but from <laughs> she then, never hated her because I talked through the whole reading, like I always do. And I don't give the sitter. I don't want y'all to feed me information. Cause I want to blow your fucking mind. I want you to be like, Holy fuck. I said three words and she just read me all the way down in my core. Like, I don't want y'all to talk. I don't want it to be like a conversation because then I feel like at the end, that's a way for your monkey mind, or our brain to be like, well, you told her a lot of that. You know, she only knew that because you started telling her stuff. You shouldn't have told her. You know what I mean? So I don't want anyone who invests like, you know, at that time, $30, like you said, you didn't have it. So I don't want anyone who like invests their energy and their money to feel like they told me and then I just fished for information. Like I want people to be like, holy fuck, that blows my mind. I didn't tell you anything. And that's like, that's the goal for everyone. Um, And most people like the reading I just had earlier today the girl was super blown away like that. And I like that because it gives you that peace of mind when the reading's over of like, wow, that was really meant for me. And that's the way you took it at the end of the day. Yeah. I honestly, I can't tell you anything that happened between March when I got that reading and um, November when I started Coven of Rejects. I don't remember. I remember telling my boss that I had this idea for a podcast And I remember looking up podcast apps and everything else. I don't remember any of starting the podcast. I remember reaching out to you and etheric medicina to be on the podcast. And you were the two, the first two people I reached out to. And that's what I remember. You know, because sometimes when you get out of your own way, spirit puts the world kind of on do not disturb and gets you to that next step. Cause that's exactly almost like where I feel like, I don't know what the moment that I reached out to bunny in the DMS, I know that she had been entertaining my messages for a while, like over spiritual stuff. Like we had exchanged several messages that gave me confidence of like, wow, she's paying attention to what I say to her. I'm going to you know, step into this like conversation. Cause I knew that at that time she was going through something, but I didn't want to be that person. That's like, I know you're going through something, you know, like I was trying to like, but spirit really wanted me to say stuff to her and like, get her out of this like bubble that she was in. That was kind of dark at that time. And then she openly, openly started speaking about mental health and about the suicidal ideation. And I know that you were just talking about that. So it's really amazing how spirituality pulls people from these dark shadows of our own mind and our own limiting energy or trauma or fears or whatever. And really gives us that, you know, foundation to build upon because now you know you're reaching so many people with your podcast we're reaching people with our podcast we're reaching people with our services like things that are coming from this are bigger and greater than us and I think that's why I'm gonna quit talking about the scammers and shit because at the end of the day if you get scammed maybe you deserve to get scammed to have a wake-up call to be like wow 
I need to fucking open my eyes and pay attention in this world because I just got scammed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what your life lesson is, but maybe you need to get scammed because I'm so tired of worrying about my content being stolen. Like, I just want to be that conduit for spirit and just say, fuck all y'all. Because the karma is way heavier than any gain or reward that you could get from the material world. You have me on some shit about the scammers, though, and like maneuvering because I was not doing any kind of readings on my TikTok or anything because I didn't want my videos being scammed. Like I didn't want people taking them and then using them on the pages and pretending to be me and getting money. And I was like, fuck that. So I'm doing readings again on TikTok as collect, like I don't like live, but I'm doing like collective read and I'm putting on my thing. I will never message you. You can only get a reading and I have my website. This is the only place that you can go. And I was hella nervous to post it, like post a, a reading because of that. Cause I hadn't in so long. I posted it. This girl started commenting. We became mutuals. Her, her, um, her TikTok handle is something like it's something, something trailer park, witch. and so I knew I was going to love her. And, um, so she's messaging me. She goes, I must've, uh, I must have manifested you because I was just talking to my friend about starting a podcast and I have no idea how that's wild. And her profile says like really into shadow work. So we started talking. I started telling her I had mentorship. She goes, give me your link right now. I'm ready to level the fuck up. And I was like, whoa. So, and that happened from doing something that I've been uncomfortable doing that spirit was like, don't give a fuck, go do it. So so blessed right now y'all like I just oh I'm so happy has been really fire like the momentum of the fact that everything that has led us to this moment has in some way shape or form been dark super dark at that time like you know what I mean like the, the yeah. started out from the dark and I think you know people under underestimate the darkness you know when you sleep you're in the dark when you kiss or dream you're in the dark like darkness isn't bad and I think the more that people are willing to go within and be more open to what they find rather than judging themselves and hating on themselves and their own experience like a lot of y'all are shitting on yourself a lot of y'all talk mad shit to yourself and I'm constantly especially like people that I interact with regularly I'm like y'all gotta stop with the shit talking to like yourself you know what I mean like you gotta get that ego or that lower self in check like I would never in my life hate on myself to another person too like to text it out loud and be like I need to do xyz and hate on yourself to someone else is just even more of like humiliation that like the world has like programmed us to hate ourselves and to hate on our experience and I think the more that you level up the more that leveling up means is just accepting your own experience for what it is and quit trying to change it and judge it and like Bunny said when someone hates on her she tries to monetize it so don't worry about the haters because haters make you famous and that's what that's the vibe I love it I we're leaving. that is the entire vibe tonight but and honestly I wanted to really let everyone know that it doesn't matter when you start just as long as you start yeah you're you're never gonna end up where you're wanting to end up if you don't start putting 
the energy into actually like making it happen. And also like even writing out lists, writing out manifestation lists, you subconsciously put that out there into existence. And that is a form of you doing something. So the steps can be so small as to every day, write out what your plan is, you know? Yeah. I used to write a lot. I've actually kind of fell back from writing and been kind of like thinking a lot and like reflecting a lot but now I'm like okay I feel like it's time for another oracle deck it's time for some things like I got some I got some things to say and we're gonna try to get um a weekly episode for you all we now have a website lollipoppodcast.com go to our website you can send us suggestions i know a lot of people have been dming us and texting us and if you really love me could you go to our website so we can keep it all together because then when we get on the podcast we can pull up the email and have it all in one place because you're sending it to both of us separately and together and honestly with all the communication and all the things that i do and all the text messages i have I will lose it. I will think it's a great idea and we'll never touch on it because you didn't send it to me on the website because I forgot. So if you do send me something and you have an idea, please send it to us on the website because it will just make it easier. Another really important announcement is we're going to be dropping some Lollipop podcast merch. Gemini is getting us together. We have a lot coming up. And the website is there. So send us stuff, even if it's just like, hey, I wanted you to know that I was listening today and this came up because then we both can read it and it would really move us both instead of we're just constantly sending each other screenshots, which we'll still do very much. We'll still do that too. But you could also email us and send it on the little form on our website. You don't really got to email. It'll just send it to us and we will read them together yeah I'm excited for this I feel like we're about to be like dear Abby but like the pimped out version you know honestly we want to do in the new year just a whole Q&A question so if there's personal questions up to a certain level of consent here we would like to kind of be able to give you all some more of that intimate experience I know a lot of people really resonate with our journal journeys personally um and I think that that's why we've all been brought together so if you're riding with us and you're supporting us we just want you to have the most happiest holiday season and to share the podcast let us know how you feel and stay tuned for what we have coming up Yes, please share it, write a review, give us stars. Like if you guys write reviews, it actually puts us up in rotation so that more people can see the podcast. So like support your friends and especially on Spotify, because a lot of people mentioned that they got it recommended to them on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I know Spotify, I, I tell myself this they own day. Anchor and Anchor is the platform that we use. Right. And so it like hella helps us. And then it also helps like get eventually if we ever wanted sponsors or whatever, it helps with that too, because it's through Spotify. Well, every year around this time when everybody gets their Spotify wrapped, I tell myself I'm switching and then they just sent me three months free. So I'm like, every year I say this so that I will get a Spotify wrapped and I'm like, you know what? 
this might be the year that I switch the I, I just switch it all over and I start doing the pods and everything because I really like the little lists that they give you and the statistics as a creative I know um that's inspirational and everyone who had us on their podcast list like especially the ones that was just coven of rejects and look at like a lollipop that was really dope and then i saw a few that had vibing with sleazy on there too that's so fucking awesome because podcasts have brought us all together you know honestly i don't know where we would be if you didn't start coven of rejects because lollipop would not exist so that's cool that's cool to know and i think that our podcast it's just really the beginning this is just we're just kind of catching the flow right now like this is the super beginning we've never consistently dropped an episode on it the same day at all we're all over the place right now with it but I think honestly we're just trying to see where it fits into both of our lives we both have our own brands other things going and I think that it's really cool that it's working just the way it is like I have no complaints I feel like it also lands on divine timing too and that's something that we always speak about so I feel like it's just naturally practicing what we preach a little bit of chaos in there, but you know. Yeah. Like, okay. Perfect. Before we go, you started watching Wednesday. So now do you understand my reference about your, her like bubbly little roommate? And I feel like Wednesday. I've only watched half of the first episode, but yeah, I got the drift. And honestly, I really very much was feeling the vibe and I'm kind of savoring it until all y'all get off of it. And then I'm going to be like in it on my own zone. Like I don't want to be in everyone else's bubble enjoying it with y'all. So I only watched half the first episode and I wasn't feeling it. I'm feeling it, but I was like, maybe I'll wait until the hype. That's fucking lame, but whatever. I don't know. I just, it's weird for me whenever the collective consciousness is zoomed in on something like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing or this, or you know what I mean? Like when people zoom in on things, I like to pull back and see what I might be missing somewhere else. Oh, not me. I waited fucking months for that. I've been so excited about that goddamn show coming out. And the fact that I didn't watch it all in the first day it dropped, I waited till the second day is amazing. Wow. Wow. Sis went with it and she ran. And y'all want to hear my personality type. So that's her personality type. My personality type is if if I find a good show that I like and it has like 20 episodes a season, I will at most only watch three episodes per day and I will try to do it every other day. You bother me. Get out of here. And, and, and sometimes I've stretched one season all the way out for like a whole month. And, you know, it really, it's monumental because you get more out of it because I get to process it in between. No, what happens is I'm a mom, so I don't get to watch Jack shit during the day. And then at night when he goes to sleep, <laughs> I'm like, so you know what? I'm just going to stay awake for hours and I watch shit while I edit and while I do stuff. And so then I'm like, I can't, if I just do work, then I'm like, fuck, like I've been doing this for so long. But if I have something on and I'm like also watching that, I'm like, da, 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 let me create. Yeah, I can't. I can't focus on a show and do something else. So if I'm going to watch the show, I've got to focus on the show. Oh, no, I can't do it. And I also have to take breaks. So I don't like movies because I like movies are fine as long as you're OK with the fact that I'm going to get up 14 times because I need to stretch my legs. I need to pee. I need to get popcorn. Yeah, I've had like one movie day in the last like several years. I don't watch watch a lot of TV. I don't like just lay around and watch TV, but I am going to watch the Wednesday series. I do love that that is the reference 
it fits. It does fit because look at this room. Look at everything around me. You know, every time we come on here and I'm always like, I've added color because I added lights. And then we get on here and I'm like, fuck, man, I just look like I'm in a cave and you're over here on your peep marshmallow bed. I know. I love it here. So we will see you all next week. We promise. It won't, it won't be that long in between going forward. We're coming in with that heat and we got more shit to say. So stay tuned. <laughs>